Hey, this is Sylvester Barzi, author of the Planet Dead series and soon to be co-author of The Realm. So this is going to be my first attempt at a podcast. I I don't really have a structure yet. I just kind of want to fly with things. But uh, in this episode, it's just me and my wife sitting down watching 1922, a Netflix exclusive horror movie. And, you know, just random thoughts about life and murdering your wife. Just, you know, things that people think about. So, uh, you know, I hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, hmm. I'm going to take this time to give you guys some updates about what's going on with me. So, I have drank in the Patreon Kool-Aid and I revised minds and i think there's some pretty cool things on there you could go and check it out uh every month for the 25 and up there's an exclusive planet dead poster you get like a signed copy of the books it's really overwhelming i'm kind of i'm 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 gonna see how this rolls out how this goes but i think it'll be pretty cool for everybody and um what else have I been up to? Well, I've been working on the realm, working on uh Planet Dead, the Ballad of Tennessee, which chapter one is up on Patreon. Um I've also been writing Planet Dead 3. For anyone who hasn't noticed or seen my social media, Planet Dead 3 is coming. And it's awesome. I'm loving it so far. But uh, aside from all that, I've just been, you know, enjoying life with my family, dealing with my knee pain, just dealing with army life things, you know, things that normal people do. Uh, On the zombie front. Oh, (laughs) okay. So I don't know if anyone's seen this, but I thought it was hilarious. So in Florida, there was a what do you call it? A storm warning. You know how you get those storm warnings, like they'll text it to you or something, or it'll pop up on the TV. Like, yeah, so so they got a storm warning for their area. But apparently there was a storm warning and a potential zombie warning. So it was like, oh, storm in whatever Tampa area. I don't, I don't forget what area it is. And also be on lookout for zombies. I'm like... That was hilarious. I, I'm i pretty sure there was one, like, serious prepper who was just, like, sitting in his room, like, oh, it's happened. Everyone laughed at me, but now it's happened. But, I mean, like, it's it's crazy that, like, first of all, it's crazy that there's even a zombie button. Because I know this shit has to be on buttons. It has to be, like, oh, storm button for Carrollton area or something. Why is there a zombie button? Is there something we don't know? Is there something that the government knows that is just like, yay, just in case the fucking thing goes south and zombies show up, we need a zombie button. Like, that's crazy. So, it's like, I I thought it was funny. It might not have been funny if it was real. Like, I want to know that Georgia has a zombie button. Like, let people know something's going down. Uh, whew. Zombie Front News. Oh, yeah. Um, Zombie Land 2 has been 
Uh, I want to say, like, officially announced, but unofficially. So, it's like the writer and director said, hey, we're going to get Zombieland 2 out in fall of 2019. But I've also been hearing that shit for, like, 10 years. But apparently it's, like, the 10-year anniversary of Zombieland uh, next year. So that's when they want to release it. And there's been some um, rumors of what the concept is going to be like. And it's supposed to be, like, um, in the future where zombies are no longer a threat. So I guess, like, the current zombies that they have become, like, I don't know. Like, they don't want to eat people anymore, so they're no longer a threat. They're extinct in the way of them being harmful. So they're there. They just can't hurt you. It's kind of like how, supposedly, the T-Rex is, like, evolution um, descendant is the chicken. Like, they're still kind of there. But now we're not scared of them anymore. And... So, the, I guess, um, like, Tallahassee and them, they all have to go look for, um, the little one. I think the little one's name was, I don't know, Tallahassee sister, Dakota, I think it was Dakota. Anyway, Dakota runs off with some unnamed dude, like, okay, this is all speculation. This could have been, like, pulled out of someone's ass on Reddit. But Dakota runs off with some dude, and they all have to go find her. And apparently, the zombies, regular zombies are extinct, but there are super zombies that are just like, I'm guessing, intelligent, badass zombies that are, it sounds like, like, if every fucking um, extreme bodybuilder that was on steroids that won the, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger classic or something became a zombie. That's what's after them now. And that's terrifying because I'm a skinny little black man and, you know, I don't even even know what to do. But apparently these zombies can only be taken out by headshots. And I I would have to rewatch Zombieland, but I thought all zombies in that series had to be taken out by headshots, but I don't know. So, and in the horror front... Um, Jordan Peele said that he's gonna, Jordan Peele's gonna produce another social aware thriller movie and it's called Us. I have no idea what it's about. I haven't really dived into it, but you know, I love Get Out, so I'm pretty sure I'm gonna love Us. I just, I'm not sure if it's like, is he gonna be like that guy? You know how like Tyler Perry's like that guy for, um... Uh, what do you call it? Like, black comedies about a woman rising above this, or just like that guy, the person, like, oh, how Emily Shamlon is just that guy for Twist, even though they became terrible, and I didn't like Split. I love the Twist, though. The Twist was amazing. Uh, Split itself was just kind of like, eh, it was good. It wasn't great. The actors were awesome. Is just the concept that I I didn't dig. So anyway, I just like is Jordan Peele just gonna be that horror dude where all his things are just based around social issues and awareness. 
which I mean, I guess there's no problem with that. I, I don't have a problem with that. I think it'd be really cool. I just, I don't want him to put himself in a box and just limit himself because I feel like he's very creative and he has a huge imagination, huge imagination. And I think that, I think like without limitations on him, he could probably just take over the whole horror genre, just rule it. Mm, so we did zombies, we did horror writing writing should i do writing news i don't know like i mean i listen to a lot of writing things so okay oh okay so in the independent industry of writing or independent literature romance i think it is for traditional too but romance is like our mvps our um Team captains, if you will. They're the cool kids in the high school of writing. So basically, whatever romance does trickles down to everybody else. Like romance is on the cusp of everything. So like however a romance author is marketing, odds are a year or two from now, that's how everybody else is going to be marketing. So in romance news, <laughs> trademark blew up. And it's because this one author, I don't know her name, but I know that how trademarks work because I'm taking business in college and that's not how it works. She trademarked the word cocky and everybody started going crazy because she started contacting other authors who had cocky in their titles and telling them to, you know, pull it out or whatever. And Amazon was shutting down books and stuff. And then it's like, okay, some people don't really want to talk about this. Some people have been tiptoeing around it, whatever. You know, I'm not big enough for hate mail, so whatever. They're going to hate, hate you if the Lambo's red or it's blue, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, her friends were like, oh, this is just how the world works. Trademark is coming. All these authors are going to trademark, blah, 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 blah. Trademark is coming. Trademark is big. Like, you, if you have an amazing concept or an amazing product, you should have a trademark on it. You... You like if you want to start making toy lines and shit for your things you need to have a trademark like i'm gonna trademark planet dead as a series but like planet dead is like it's a thing it's planet dead it's not one word in the english language like it's 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 hard it's like when you create something then you can trademark it like i mean i'd have to get back with that person that created Planet Dead, the independent movie, which was, I'm not going to knock on him because I might need him in the future. But like when you create something, then that is when you're in the avenue to trademark it. So it's like, um, hmm, like George Romero, mm, like Night of the Living Dead was the creation. So he could trademark Night, or he could have. Like, if you don't know, there was a whole, like, hiccup with Night of the Living Dead, and it's in public domain. So that's why you can see, like, Night of the Living Dead for free some places, or there's a whole bunch of different people who produce Night of the Living Dead um, movies. So anyway, but um, he could trademark that. So the future, other people can't make, like, Night of the Living Dead Two or Night of the Living Dead Aftermath because he created Night of the Living Dead. He trademarked it. So only he can use Night of the Living Dead. 
But Night of the Living Dead is an intellectual, like, creation. It's not a thing that you can look up in the fucking dictionary. So, like, for Kaki to be trademarked, everybody was like, oh, the sky is falling. Now everyone can trademark things like planet and blah, blah. No, that's not how it works. That's not how trademarks work. Like, like, let's bring in Donald Trump and Vince McMahon. They tried to trademark the term, you're fired. You can't trademark that term. That shit's been around before you were born. So, no, you can't trademark some word. You, what she initially got a trademark from or for is the style in which her, the style in which she uses the word cocky. So, like, the font and everything. Like, like I'm just going to I'm piggyback off of... um. Chris Fox because he was 100% right like Nike Nike's a word like Nike can trademark how they do Nike like you can't sell something that says Nike that looks exactly like the Nike logo you can't do that that's not it's not cool you can't it's trademark so basically like she just misunderstood her trademark and she went about it the wrong way and it like totally backfired because you know mob mentality people are like you're wrong you're wrong and they jumped on her like she was donald trump and basically raped her career and it was uh i don't want to say funny or fantastic or bad or sad like i have no real emotional connection to this it was just i was just like sitting down sipping my tea just watching it all I was like oh my god the tea has spilled look what she said look what he said you know like I don't talk about people I don't like to talk about people that's not what I do but I do like to hear other people talk about people I'm nosy I like the tea so I sip it so anyway that's what happened and I hate it or love it it's just life. Things happen. She learned her lesson. It's not like her career is like 100% demolished because we we work in an industry where you can have a pen name and no one knows who the fuck you are and you can continue on. So whatever it is, you lived, whoever it is, you lived, you learned, pick yourself up and rally again. You got this. You made it. You were successful once. You could be successful again. It doesn't even matter. And anyone that's running around leaving one-star reviews on her stuff because this is how you want to attack or make yourself heard. We're all adults here. There's no real reason to do that. We all know she's in the wrong. Just leave it be. Move on with your life. She's gone now anyway. All right, so... That was writing news, that was zombie news, and that was horror news. Yeah, I know, I suck at this, whatever. This is the first episode. So, welcome to the Planet Dead Podcast, and we will be talking 1922 with the amazing and beautiful Angel Barzi. Check it out. Alright. Alright, this is Sylvester Barzi. Here with my wife, Angel Barzi, for our first podcast with Plant Dead Podcast. We aren't too sure what we want to do with this podcast, so uh, that's our son in the background. 
Say hi, fat baby. All right. So we're sitting down and we were searching for a horror movie to watch. And I picked 1922, a Netflix original based on the Stephen King book, I believe. And right now, uh, it's really, really slow. And uh, kind of talked myself out of turning the channel a few times. How you feel about it right now? It's picking up. It's pretty good. I mean, yeah. I mean, we've gotten... Okay, if you haven't seen a trailer for this movie, the whole premise of this movie, it takes place in 1922, where... Uh, I don't know any of the characters' names yet, because, like I said, it was boring, so I wasn't invested. Um, the main character is telling us the story through a letter that he's writing, and in 1922, him and his son murdered his wife because she wanted a spoiler alert whatever (laughs) she wanted a divorce it can't be a spoiler if it's like the first five minutes of a movie yes it can but that's the whole premise they tell you in the trailer what it is that's not a spoiler but they don't tell you why yeah they do because she said she wanted to move out to okay so she wants to sell the farm that they live on. They live on this like hundred acre farm and she wants to sell the farm and she said, we'll sell it and we'll split the money because they, they're they not happy with each other. So they want a divorce. And I mean, that's a shot in itself to this dude's pride. But then she also said she wants to take his son. So, as a married couple, we were going back and forth about how we would go about this. And I think if my son wants to stay with me, hi, Aiden. Yeah, see, he knows. If he wants to stay with me, whatever. If he wants to stay with me, then, I mean, he should stay with me. I mean, I wouldn't, I told Angel, right? I told you Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't kill you. I would just let you take the money and go. Yeah. Okay. But then she insisted... That we live together. Okay, that's just crazy. (laughs) Nobody wants to live with their... No one gets a divorce so they can live with their spouse. Yes. What do you mean, yes? Who? I mean, first of all, there's a show on ABC now that is about that. There's tons of shows on ABC that got canceled. Remember uh, Still Starcrossed? That so, wasn't about a divorced couple who lived The point together. is, I don't have any hope in any ABC show. It's probably going to get canceled. <laughs> it's an ABC show about it. And I feel like if we're friends, it could work. Mm, if we were friends... Okay. If we were friends... If we were divorced and friends living together and you think that could work, why didn't our marriage work? Because people fall out of love. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, baby. If I fell out of love with you, I don't want you in my house. Wow. <laughs> just saying. Like, I'd rather just be by myself. I thought you were going to say you'd rather kill me. Oh, no. I would kill you if you think that you can just take Aiden, even though I'm Aiden said he wants to... record his... it. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> This is all hypothetical. I wouldn't really kill my wife. So if she ends up dead, I don't. You. No. Why would it be me? It was you. 
future Sylvester is probably regretting this recording if right now. <laughs> if I did it. That was hilarious. Hypothetically. Probably should finish watching this movie. Yeah, I guess. All right, we're going to get back to the movie. And we're going to chime back in every now and then while we're watching it. So. Hey, so this is a little intermission. So, as you know, this is the Planet Dead podcast, and I specifically named that because I have a ongoing series called Planet Dead. It started with Planet Dead 1, where you are three months into a zombie outbreak that has plagued the world. So, the government has fallen, and we meet Catherine Briggs, a retired army lieutenant who is searching for her family. She has been separated by them due to a car accident during the initial outbreak. They believe she's dead, but, you know, mama doesn't die that easy, and she's on her way to Savannah, Georgia to locate her husband, Robert, and her son, Jordan. And, you know, she runs into a whole bunch of shit, like crazy-ass zombies, fucking backstabbing friends, and an evil force known as the Ringmaster, a killer clown with his psycho brothers. So, you know, if you haven't checked out Planet Dead yet, it is available on Amazon in Kendall Unlimited. And it's an amazing read. Also, there's Planet Dead 2. And if you don't want to drop the three ninety nine dollars on me, I got a $0.99 cents, uh, tie-in called Planet Dead The Briggs Boys. That follows Catherine's husband, Robert, as he deals with being a single father in the apocalypse because i mean like shit being a single father is hard you gotta do tons of single father things so like kill your mother like yeah it's crazy so check out planet dead on amazon and let's get back to the show okay we're back and We just finished 1922, and I'm going to have to apologize because although it was a really slow build-up, the movie got really good, and I liked the story. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. It shows you how your life can just go down from one horrible, horrible mistake. It was like one year, and his whole life just fell apart. Like, It kind of brought on itself, though. I mean, yeah. I definitely definitely decided I wouldn't kill you. <laughs> Not if like rats and your you. dead body would come and haunt me. And Thank you poor, for that being the only reason why. <laughs> poor cow would die and everything. <laughs> but like... The poor cow. Mm-hmm. Forget me. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. Like everything fell apart but he was, uh, he was a terrible individual so he kind of deserved it all. Yeah. He really did. He ruined his son's life. He ruined his neighbor's life. Felt so bad for his son. Uh, He's only fourteen. Yeah, and then his but, girlfriend died. Yeah. Pregnant. Yeah. Like, oh, spoilers. 
Those are spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But, like, yeah, it went real fast. It felt, I don't know, it reminded me of, like, a Tales from the Crypt episode. That's what it kind of felt like yeah, to me. Yeah, it was really fast. Like, yeah, it just kind of blew on by. It felt like a TV show, not a movie. Yeah. Out of the Stephen King movies that Netflix has done, this this is good, but I still prefer Gerald's Game. Oh, yeah. Gerald's Game was way better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just like, it had you hooked. But, yeah, I wouldn't mind writing something like this. Something, like, in a, like, kind of total past tense where the character is just, like, telling a story mm-hmm. within the story. So that'd be cool. I guess that's what I'm doing with Tennessee, kind of. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so it blows me. This movie did not feel like an hour and a half. <laughs> I feel like I've only been watching it for like 30 minutes. That's true. And we were pausing it back and forth. This so. movie was fast. I mean, I guess that shows that it captures your attention. <laughs> I mean, but, okay, he killed everybody. Everything happened in 1922. But it took two more years for him to get his. Like... <laughs> well, he was running. Yeah. And it it, it was just so... So wrong, like karma was real petty with him because predictable, he, he ended up selling the house to the same people his wife was gonna sell it to, but for less. Oh yeah. Ended up moving to the same town his wife wanted them to move to, <laughs> but got a shitty job. And then the rest. Son's dead. Yeah, son's dead. Future daughter-in-law was dead. Wife's dead. Rats are surrounding him. That's the creepy part. I think like the rats eating the um the cow's udder was like yeah. the creepiest part. And maybe maybe um the rat coming out of her mouth. Only thing I didn't like is eventually it became too predictable, like everything was going downhill and you knew it was gonna happen at the end. I knew it was gonna happen at the end at least. I mean, yeah, I mean I'm pretty sure everyone knew he was gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> like Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it was, it was predictable. I'll just I like the overall story. Just the fact that his uh life was falling apart and yeah. he just great makeup though. Oh yeah. Right. It was scaring me. <laughs> uh was it worse than terrifying? No. <laughs> no. We're not gonna talk about that. Terrifying. I'm about to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, nineteen twenty two is good. This is uh, uh should we rate it? Like, should we give it, like, stars or something? I guess. I get a three uh, out of five. Three out of five. Yeah, that's about it. Middle I'd give that maybe 3.5. No, three out of five is good. Three yeah. out of five is good. All right. Um, I don't know what we're going to watch next. But, well, not next as in, like, right now. Because right now I'm going to bed. I'm tired. Uh, maybe oh maybe you should watch that uh remake of Day of the Dead. <laughs> Bloodline. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bloodlines. See what all all the trash talking is all about. <laughs> all right, y'all. This is Angel Barzy and Sylvester Barzy. Say hi. Say hi. bye. Oh. Bye. <laughs> Good night. Good night, people. Oh. Don't watch 13 Reasons Why. Shut up. It's not, <laughs> it's not worth the heartache. It's not worth it.
All right. Well, that was the show. You know, um, I guess there were a lot of spoilers in that. So from now on, we won't be doing spoilers. We'll just be trying to talk about it without spoilers, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how the fuck you do that. Anyway, 1922 is on Netflix. It is an amazing well, I want to say amazing. It's a good movie. I'm pretty sure the book's better because it's written by Stephen King. But if you want an amazing uh, adaptation of a Stephen King novel from Netflix, you can check out uh, Gerald's Games. And it is awesome. I love that movie. So whatever, you know, check that out. Check out Planet Dead on Amazon. And you can follow me at... Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at, um, whatever, my author page, <laughs> I guess, I don't know, do they use ads on Facebook? I don't know, but there's a, you can follow me on Instagram at sbarzy underscore author, same thing for Twitter, and, you know, check out all the random shit that I do, and as always, you can reach me at www.sylvesterbarzy.com. Or email me at author at com. Alright, hope you enjoyed the show. See you guys later.